If you see my spatula and my apron sitting on your front steps, just know I'm upstairs going hard. Bing bong. On today's My Dad to Chef episode 24, we are back to the original intro because apparently the boy Billy uh, doesn't know how to do the intro and I have to come in and do the intro correctly um, in order for the show to you know, be as fluent and as awesome as it is. So I'm back. We're back. The boys are back. We're really excited for this episode today. We really talk about um, some stuff that we've been doing throughout the week, mainly me. Uh, I've been getting ready for spring ball. Go Tigers. Uh, we talk about this restaurant I went to down in the North End this past weekend. It was the craziest concept I've ever seen in my life. And it was probably the most genius, for lack of a better term, concept that I've ever seen. We also go into what is the best fast food idea ever conceived. Um, and shout out Crumble Cookie. We're going to go with Crumble Cookie on that one. Spoiler alert. Food fact of the week. Stirring the pot. And don't forget our ASMR of the month. Remember the winner. We'll get a $10 gift card to a restaurant of their choice. And we're going to drop a hint during the pot. All right. Let's get cooking. Off the grill, bitch. It's my dad's a chef presented by What Do You Mean Productions and sponsored by Buster's Buns. Busting with flavor. Buston's Buns. I'm your host, Kyle, alongside Bill. Our dads are chefs. We know what we're talking about. I missed you. How are you? How are you doing? The boy Billy. Good. You uh you didn't hear this up. Ep- you didn't hear the newest episode yet, but in the No, episode- I, I got tidbits. I got tidbits. I know what y'all did. It's okay. We'll talk about it when the pod drops. It's okay. Well, I'm more saying uh, I said that you were on your second strike and that you were a baseball man. So, you know what happens? Three strikes. Well, you also didn't know how to say deep center field, dead center field. So, it's okay. It's all right. At least I was here, Yo, for, but, the last uh, no, I was here for the last two podcasts. But that's, that, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, got the, I got this, like, thing called, like, spring training, and it's, like, a lot. And, like, you know. You aren't in thing, Florida yet. We're in this thing called a lockout. And, like, you, know, you are in Florida. Kinda, I'm not in Florida. I am not in Florida yet. As of the, as of this, as of today, March 6th, I'm not in Florida yet. But by this week, I'll be in Florida. And I'll be in warmer weather where Billy is going to be stuck in snow and 20 degrees. So it's okay. It's all right. I got a lot of hair. You do have a lot of hair. Billy's a very manly man. Big manly Hell boy. Hell yeah. He's a Hell manly yeah. boy. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe for 300 followers, like, we'll just do, like, a, a, a Billy... Uh, Chest reveal or something. Just a mukbang with no shirt on. If you could, if you could like compare any food to your chest, what would it be? <laughs> Think about it. Um, cotton candy. Cotton candy, like black cotton candy. Wait, <laughs> was it black licorice cotton candy? No, black cherry. Black cherry. <laughs> Like cherry, man. <laughs> One of the nipples of cherries. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pods. My dad's a chef. I missed y'all. Um, by the way, for the record, Kyle's Ketchup is not an actual uh, sponsor for the pod. Uh, that was just for show. Sure. My dad is not a lunch lady. Kind of wanted to. You know. If you know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's okay. Shout out John, though. John's the, John's the boy, Bags. He, uh, he did very well. So it was cool to have him on. Hopefully again, uh, hopefully again, maybe in the future, but uh, we're here. Uh, so 
I went to this crazy ass restaurant this past weekend and I was giving Billy like updates the entire time I was there. It's called table down the North end in Boston. And I'm just going to go, we're, we're going to get into it, but I'm going to go off base my perspective to start and basically, you know, how I gradually liked it a lot more as I was there. So reservations at six. So they only have one or two reservation times. And there's a good reason for that. And you'll understand the reason why I get into it. So it was only six and eight 30. I'm like, well, who the fuck eats dinner at eight 30? So I'm going to say six. So I put it at six. I walked in at five 55 and is one, is one little small, small building. And there's two big tables, like two long tables on the side of each of the building. So I walked in, I was like, whoa, am I in the wrong spot? I walked out, went next door. They have another table, Margata or something like that. I forget what it's called, but it's a little shop where they sell all their food in. So I'm like, that's not it. And I went back next door and I walked in. I was just wicked confused. And the lady comes up to me. She's like, hey, what's your reservation? What's your last name? I said, Flanagan. She said, okay, um, you're going to sit right here. And your guests are going to sit across from you. And then I'm like, okay, weird, right? So I sat down and the person I was with was late per usual. Um, sat there and these two people next to me, one was from Nashville, one was from Houston. Then this other woman came in, her guest was late too. Then these other couple that was there had no idea who they were. And I was really confused on like, why don't I have my own table? Why am I sitting with a bunch of randos? And I forgot to read like the fine print of like what the restaurant's about. It's like family style dining. And it's like supposed to be like a very friendly, like, you know, chit chatty atmosphere where it's like 30 people all in the restaurant and you're all just talking to one another. So like there's a table behind me and I was talking to those people. They were talking back to me. It was a great time. It was a great time. The thing that really confused me too was there was a fixed menu. So you don't get to choose what you get. They just keep bringing everything out. If you want it, you put it on your plate. Still got to pay for it. You pay for the experience. Like, I'll say this right now for the listeners. You're starting on, you think, oh my God, this might be a great idea. It's a $98 deposit, even book the table. So you got to put a hundred bucks down. That's like a hundred bucks per person, just for fair, fair warning. Um, if you're balling on a budget. So I'm sitting there and, you know, they start bringing everything out. And I'm going to read off the menu, which is, which was, a phenomenal, phenomenal menu layout. They have really good bread. They have really good bread. It was warm. I'm going to butcher all these words, by the way. So bear with me. And you please. I'll help you out. Yeah, correct if, me. If, if, correct if me. I good, know any of them. I'm looking, at a few, I'm looking at a few of these and I do not actually know how to pronounce them. We'll get through it together. I, I tried looking them up and like, you know, my mom's like wicked Italian. My grandma is too. And I showed them both. And they're like, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this says. So um, the first one, uh, so it started off with warm. Fuck. We're already there. Warm. Fuck. We've already got over this. Focaccia. Focaccia. Thank you. Focaccia bread and whole roasted, whole roasted garlic. Right. And they have a little table where they have red pepper, cheese, olive oil, all that stuff. So you can dip everything in. So that was a great start. And they just drop a bag of bread. It's a, literally just a little square paper bag and with like six pieces of bread. But you share it between you and your guest. So you're not sharing it with the whole table. Each plate that's brought out is shared between you and your guest, right? You're not sharing. You're basically just sharing the experience with everybody. So they drop that down. Question. So what happens if me, like I'm a fat ass, 
and I really, really, really like something and I take more than my fair share of it? Do they bring out more? See, we never got to that point. We never asked, but it was kind of funny because like some people would want more, some people want less and people just started sharing their food with each other. So I, yeah, I kind of like that. I, I was down for the friendship there. That was really cool. And yeah, I don't know. We never really got to that point. I think we were kind of, everybody was kind of just like rattled that this was even a thing and we were kind of just going with the flow. So when I take you, I have to take you. It's awesome. When I take you, go on a little date, maybe we can get to that point. Maybe we'll just like house our meatballs and just go, hey, we want more meatballs and like see if they bring out more. Anyway, so the first actual plate they brought out was burrata e prosciutto, right? Burrata e prosciutto. Prosciutto's right. I, I think it is burrata, yeah. And it came with, it, it was consisted of stracciatella. Stracciatella, can you pronounce that? Stracciatella, that's how I would pronounce it, yeah. Half the pod is just going to be us trying to pronounce half these words, so bear with us here. So roasted heirloom, cherry tomatoes, pistachio crumble, olive oil, and micro basil. And in all honesty, it was literally just a fat piece of goat cheese with prosciutto on top. And it was really good. It was really good. I'm not a big goat cheese guy either. I kind of, I made a, they put a big flop with a prosciutto on there. I kind of just like kind of ate a quarter of the goat cheese. But I'm not a goat cheese guy. It was actually really good. Then came the ensalada di spinaci. 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 I would imagine that's just how you say spinach in Italian. Yeah, spinaci. Baby spinach, baked pancetta, right? Okay. Fresh pear, sliced almonds, goat cheese mousse. So big goat goat cheese mousse, dude. Wicked good. Big goat cheese theme for like apps. It was crazy. Um, It was really good. I had a little bit. My guests had a lot of it. Um, She liked it. It was great. Then we had Polpo Scatato. Shout out, Scotty. Scatato. Shout out, Scotty. Um, seared octopus. When I tell you, Bill, like, it's known I've eaten a lot of seafood. I've probably eaten almost every type of seafood you can think of. Seared octopus. This was the best octopus I ever had. Tentacles were very firm, very crisp. Meat wasn't too hard. It was really tent. It was really fucking good. It was really good octopus. Have you ever had octopus? We talk about this. I don't know. You've had calamari? I've had calamari, yeah. So, technically. Then, you, then, you, then you've had octopus. It's fine. Technically, yeah. Parmesan polenta, roasted potatoes, and fennel. Micro celery. Not macro. Micro. And smoked olive oil. It was wicked good. What is all this micro shit? Is it just like the same thing but smaller? Micro small, macro is big. Think about I, it like that. I, I understand that. Thank you. Okay. But, like, is it literally just like... Like a full piece of celery, just like shrunken down. Like, do they just chop I'm it up? I'm assuming and they, they cut a like, small piece of celery, and they're like, "Yeah, micro celery." I think it's like the small piece of celery, and then they cut it a little more to make it even more small. Why? I don't know. I'm looking at the I'm I'm looking at the picture of it right now. I mean, I barely see any celery on there. Barely see any celery, but it's there. I don't know. And then to kind of like you know clean your system. After you ate all that, they gave you a little sorbet. It was a fruit sorbet with a garnish. It was actually really good. They gave you a little, like, uh, 
wooden spoon inside of like a little jar for the record i'm gonna make a whole post about this on my dad's chef so if you're really confused on what all these look like i'll have the post by out by this time then they change your plate so then they come in and they just take your plate they change your whole plate i didn't for the, for the record and those of you asking oh what they have for drinks i forgot to take a picture of the drink menu but my first drink was a cocktail it's called the fall classic it was kind of like a fruit type of cocktail um with some vodka and a little garnish it was actually really good. And then after that, we just went straight to wine. And then everybody was either drinking wine or like a martini or an espresso martini or that cocktail. So it was pretty good. So back to the menu. Then came kind of the heavy stuff, which I will critique. I wish they gave a little more than what they served. Because like you see the pictures. It was like two meatballs, two raviolis. All, and, and very very minimal but it was really good it was very high quality and like, it was that kind of like it kind of made me think of that whole less is more kind of ordeal you so that's I mean? why that's why i'm asking the question of like well if i wanted more yeah especially if the meatballs and raviolis are good because i like meatballs and raviolis can i get more i think it i think it filled it filled me up it was really good. It was kind of balanced out. It was kind of all even. It was really good. Like it filled me up. I think mainly because I ate most of the octopus, but it was, I think the serving sizes were fair. I wish it was just a little more, or you can even like condense the size of the ravioli or the meatball down to put a little more on there. I don't know. My dad's a chef. So they, cha- they do the plate change. And then it came out with the, and you might have told me your polpetti, polpette. Polpette e ricotta. That's how I would pronounce it. Which is just a beef, pork, and veal meatball, grain of padana, house ricotta, and whole basil. On real. Top five meatball. Five then, meatball. Wow. <laughs> it was a top five meatball. It was really wow. good. They were huge, though. It was in the north end, right? So that makes sense. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then, the, then this started to make more sense. Then ravioli a castilla corta. Which is a short rib ravioli, red wine, tomato reduction, mascarpone, mascarpone, ricotta salta, salada. So fucking love short rib raviolis. It was so good. That's something you'd probably ask for more of. And they only gave you two. They only gave us two. Then came dessert, which if you're a fan of the pod, if you listen to the pod, this and baseball guy, this threw me for a curveball. Literally, it was. Budino di pane alla Nutella. So espresso bread pudding, Nutella, sea salt, vanilla bean ice cream. And I'm not a Nutella guy. Billy's not a Nutella guy. But holy shit, that was good. That was really good. They had vanilla ice cream too. Like I was kind of full by that point too. So I kind of wish I had a little more of it. Uh, So we kind of mainly ate the ice cream. But overall, the best food experience. Like everybody's talking to one another. We're all kind of sharing plates. You know, the people that were next to us were from Nashville. One was from his girlfriend was from Houston. These next people were from, I want to say like Southie. And then the next people over there were from like Maine or whatever. And like everybody was different. And then you're, you're talking to both tables and it was on, it was unreal. And you get like that two hour time limit. So they kind of passion it out. So like, you know, this is when you eat this. This is when you eat that. This is when you pay X, Y, and Z. So overall, home run. 
I had no idea what I was doing when I booked the reservation unit because I was just like, okay, restaurants, North End, table. All right, number one, boom, booked. Didn't think anything else of it. Glad I didn't think anything else of it. So I walked in, it was wicked weird. And like, I texted my, I texted my guest. I was like, yo, like this place is really weird. And she's like, do you want to go somewhere else? I'm like, no, no, no. It's like a good weird, trust me. And she walked in and she literally just goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, no, 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 sit. And it was like, there was like, she kind of got into it after like, five minutes and it was just a wicked vibe it was awesome it was a good night for the boy so it looked like a good vibe i remember you texted me saying yo look up this restaurant so i searched it up on youtube and i found some phantom gourmet i found like a new center five interview with the owner and assumedly the woman that you talked to in the beginning is the owner mm -hmm. i don't know if she confirmed she wasn't there you. though she was a little upset ah, about okay yeah. but yeah then the, the the news piece is done on the place seems like she's kind of like the one that helps run the show yeah and uh it looked like it was a show honestly like it, it looked really cool from the videos it definitely seems like something that'd be a really unique experience yeah and like it's all about the experience that that's all it is. it's an experience it's a it's a dining experience with very high quality food and it was like a again it brings me back to like the less is more you know more is less type of quality over quantity type of thing it was awesome and for again disclaimer it is a bit pricey but goddamn, it is so worth it. It is. You pay for the. You experience pay for the experience. It was. It was unbelievable. It was awesome. And the owner apparently like cooks there. Like she makes all the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They in the news report that I was watching, like it literally was her like going through it. Like literally, it was like two or three hours before dinner service, and she still didn't get like what vegetable dish she wanted. Is insane. And she's doing that while she's making the stuff in the market that's next door. And it's just she had another business too. I forget what her. Third I think there's a third table branded restaurant somewhere else in Boston. I forget what it's called mm. though. But definitely go in the one in the North Things. That's the OG one. That one that was awesome. So that's my that's my table review. It was unbelievable. I gotta take you. It was insane. That sounds really cool. Insane. So my question to you is: out of all the pictures I sent you, which one looks the best, most appetizing? I mean, the meatball or ravioli, I mean, definitely looks really good. I actually really like the, um, which one is this? The, uh, the seared octopus, actually. Looks interesting. That's my favorite. It looks Seafood interesting. Guy. Like, it looks like something that I would never really eat often, and I would really, like, enjoy the experience of eating it. What's, like, the craziest seafood you've ever had? What is the craziest seafood I've ever had? Um, I've had like a swordfish steak before. Fire. Um, in terms of other seafood, nothing really. I'm not really like a big seafood person. Like I, I like it, but as I've said plenty of times, my dad's allergic to shellfish, so yeah, never really uh, ventured out too deep into the seafood world. So I think the next thing that I kind of want to get into is what is that like this is like if i was to own a restaurant this is a great idea this is a way to do it what is what what do you think is like the ideal restaurant concept i think that something that involves community is definitely really like a attractive thing because yeah. something that you and i have talked about plenty of times is food is what brings people together at some point in life you know depending on your regardless of your culture regardless of your background everybody eats everybody likes a good meal everybody likes a home cooked meal um so 
I would say that, you know, community is it's definitely good and definitely post COVID times it's tough, but it seems like tables doing that really well. Yeah. I feel like a fixed menu is something that I personally would not want in my restaurant, mainly because I like me as a people pleaser, like to have people have options. So I wouldn't want somebody to be like, oh shit, raviolis. Like that's all I can eat tonight for, for my pasta, my main dish, whatever it is. Um, you know, like I, I wouldn't want anybody to be upset about that. Maybe a fixed menu of options, you know, like two or three options, you know, mm. um, I think it would be interesting, maybe a concept of a similar style restaurant, but each table has their own menu and like you reserve your seat at that table to eat that menu. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it could even be like a multi-room thing. So each room is their own thing. So like you don't see another thing and get like, oh shit, I want to be in that. Or you even could too, you know, like, and then that encourages you to come back and want to go to the different table or even encourage you to physically go to the different table and be like, hey, that looks really fucking good. Let me try it. Yeah, like like I said, people were trying everybody else's, like like asking for more of everybody else's thing. So it's like, you know, just for the sake of like, you know, diversifying the menu, say like octopus and ravioli were like your two options. One person gets ravioli, one person gets octopus. You go, oh shit, well, like the octopus looks good. Can I try your octopus? Yeah, your ravioli looks good. Can I try your ravioli? I can see like that would be make it a little better in a community aspect too, if we're really talking about like, you know, restaurant concepts based on community. I don't know. I'm also a big proponent in all you can eat because I love all you can eat. I think everybody loves all you can eat. I went to, all, I went to an all you can eat sushi the other day. Oh my God. Oh, I've never fucked up an all you can eat sushi, but I bet. Well, I mean, like I've had it at like a China buffet or like shout out China Blossom in yeah. North Andover. They make good mm-hmm. quality sushi in their buffet. Really good. Yeah. I mainly just go after the tempura in all honesty. I fuck up some tempura. Every time I get sushi, it's usually a spicy, either spicy California or spicy tuna, depending on what I'm feeling. Shrimp and chicken. shrimp. Nice. Definitely shrimp tempura. Because like chicken just, having chicken and sushi just doesn't feel right to me. It is kind of weird. But it kind of defeats the whole premise of what sushi is. It's I like guess. Americanized sushi at that point. Like, yeah, I mean, like shrimp tempura is not really that much is te- greater. Is- is making the tempura kind of Americanizing it already? Because you're kind of frying it. That's what I was just, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like the point I was just about to make was like, regardless, it's like you're frying it. I had a conversation with somebody the other day uh, about what makes something like an ethnic food. And we were talking about, we were talking about calamari actually. And more specifically, the octopus part of calamari, not actually calamari itself. And they were like, well, if you fry cal- like if you if you fry octopus, it's calamari. It's like, yeah, but if you fucking batter it and deep fry it, that's Americanizing it. Like American culture, American food is literally taking shit, battering it, and deep frying it. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally. That's it. It's kind of bad. So I don't think that's considered an ethnic food to deep fry we, things. So are, are we not the fattest country? Oh, we definitely are. We have McDonald's in every corner. Yeah, there's got to be fatter. Like Germany's got to be fat. I don't think Germany's fat. Germany's got. They drink so much beer, bro. So do we. Yeah, but they, they, they make like a. Beer, they have like too. a day of it. They have like a whole day like concepted so out of drinking beer. We have like sixteen days in a year. Yeah, I know. Fourth of July, St. Patrick's Day, 
Christmas if you're into it, Thanksgiving if you're into it. Well, like in Mexico, they eat tacos all the time. Like Cinco de Mayo if you're into it. Fuck. St. Patty's Day. I said St. Patty's Day. I know. I love St. Patty's Day. New Year's. New Year's. Birthday. New Year's Eve. I mean, my oh, Super Bowl my, Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Marathon Monday. Marathon Monday. Delicious. Valentine's Day. <laughs> sure, for one. Um, shit. So yeah, yeah we're fat. you can't you can't say that. You can't say that we are because we definitely are. I mean, I'm trying to think. Well, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, you're right. Fuck, there's gotta be fatter countries. Well, I mean, like France, they eat snails. That's like nothing. That's like what five carbs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just guessing. Fun fact: uh, this isn't even the food fact of the week either. Uh, Chinese food here is way different from Chinese food in China. If you really think about it, that makes sense. We definitely eat way more pizza here than in Italy, and that's just based off. Well, no, it it, it like honestly, like. That's are, just trying, based on, are you trying to convince yourself that America is or is it the fattest country? I'm confused. Is it the fattest country? I'm trying to make myself feel a little better. Um, but you're not. You're literally disproving your point. Today's episode is brought to you by Buster's Buns. Again, they're busting with flavor. You got some buns that need busting? Call up Buster's Buns. Call up Buster, baby. Keeping on the topic of fast food, because Americans are fat and we love our fat food, fat food. How was crumble cookie experience? I saw on our story the other day that uh, you posted up some going to crumble cookie. Yeah, I had some trouble with uh, the upload of, of your cookie pictures, though. Yeah, Instagram is definitely not not with it right now, because I think I posted a top tier story for my dad to chef. And it was never conceived to be. And I didn't realize it. So, like, my family is big crumble cookie people. We love crumble cookies. We probably all go once a week and try the menu. And last night was one of those nights. And I stayed home last night. And I, it was my job this week to go out and get it. So, last night, it was a blueberry muffin cookie, which fucking slapped. We always get chocolate chip. Birthday cake featuring Oreo. And then Snickerdoodle. My family's a big Snickerdoodle cookie family. I'm personally not. Everybody else is. But I posted the story. It didn't go through until after we, like, killed half the cookies. So, uh, I mean, I was actually at Crumble. When I was at Crumble Cookie last night, I was, like, standing there. And you get your cookies pretty fast because they're all pre-made and they're all, like, rotating out of the oven. So that's my first evidence that, like, it's a fast food to me. And then it made me think, is crumble cookie like the best fast food concept out there? Because, and I'll put this in perspective too, for price-wise, econ guy, box of four cookies is 15 bucks. You go higher than that, it's like 19 or 20 bucks for like a box of six. So the pricing kind of, you know, adds up. into, And you got to think of like cost of production for the cookies too, because like, what is it, like 25 cents per like X amount of sugar per pound? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting that deep. But yeah, is crumble cookie like the best fast food idea ever conceived? And would you, I personally consider it to be fast food because it just comes out wicked fast and it's ever rotating. But the idea that it's a weekly rotating menu, it comes out fairly fast. Prices are accommodating to actually, you know, increase profit 
and to really make the because they're gourmet cookies. Let's be real. So you're paying for what you get. So is crumble cookie the best fast food concept idea ever? Like they have an app, they have options. You go there, you can even order on a tablet. It's sick. Shout out crumble cookie with one. So I have a rebuttal to you. Mm-hmm. What about something like insomnia cookies? So they had those down the bill and I don't know why it, the cookies are way smaller and they're not as creative in a sense. So like when you're, you know, building the cookie, I guess, I don't know. They're not, it's, I don't think it's the same. I think it's actually kind of worse. I would say they're worse too. It's just more asking for the argument. So yeah. what about like an actual bakery then? Because when you walk up to an actual bakery, they got a whole display case full of pastries everything technically that's fast technically yeah but i feel like those are more made to order than crumble cookies where you kind of got to pick and choose what you get i would completely disagree with you i would say that crumble cookies are more made to order than something at a bakery is actually that's fair you're right well i don't know (laughs) i'm just saying like i'm just saying i don't know if i technically would consider it fast food because i would consider it a bakery like I would put it on par of a bakery and I wouldn't necessarily say a bakery is fast food. So would you call people that work at Crumble Cookie Bakers? Depends on what their role is, but yeah. Like if they're just a pure cashier, no. But if you're making the cookies all day, technically, yeah, you're a baker. But you could say that like people who work at like a McDonald's who like grill and shit, they're, they're cooks. I would say no to that because the food is already kind of made when they show up at McDonald's. It's not like they're taking actual like ground meat and like hammering it down and actually grilling the burger. It's all kind of like made already. I mean, like they crack their own eggs. Do they? Yeah. Duncan doesn't. They don't crack their own eggs. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. I've watched plenty of TikToks from workers at McDonald's before to know that that's true. And then, then Duncan's got a fucking issue then because they don't crack their own eggs. Yeah, I bet they probably have like powdered shit. Still good though. It is still good. Uh, would I consider crumble cookie to be the best fast food idea ever? If you consider it fast food, then yes. Because I've been trying to like rack my brain around other fast food ideas. I really can't think of anything that is quite revolutionary. Well, no, I can't either. That's why I'm bringing it up. I was like, is that like the is that like the best fast food idea ever? I can't. There has to be better, better fast. Like, there just has to be better fast food in terms of well, physical, like actual food. Well, Chick Fil like A dessert. Well, that's what I was thinking. Chick Fil A is probably pretty high up there. They're also pretty next level because the one I used to go to in Kentucky, they had like a, a conveyor belt. Where one conveyor belt would go to people in the restaurant, one people would go to in the drive-thru. They put the bags up and they ride up and they ride throughout the whole restaurant. And then um, they come to the other window or the counter. It's actually pretty sick. So I got a rebuttal for you though. What about your place, Krispy Kreme? Krispy Kreme's overrated. But is it a unique fast food idea? No, because there's more, because there's like Dunkin'. There's... Well, I'm talking about like the theatrics of it. Oh, like how it comes hot out the oven and all that, all that shit. Yeah, that killed my vibe when I went to one in Louisville where 
there was coming out of the oven and I got my donut and it was cold as hell. So I'm sorry, Krispy Kreme. You, you lost, you lost me as a customer. I will forever say that too, because people up here are like, Oh my God, dude, Krispy Kreme. It's so good. I'm like, no, it's not personally glorified Dunkin' Donuts. Shit coffee too. Krispy Kreme is shit coffee. They're like, their sizes are so fucked up too. They're smalls. I mean, their mediums are like smalls at dunks. Also, yeah, we have that. No, and it's bad coffee. And it just seems like it's aged, it's old, it's cold. It's like, uh, like I got a hot coffee and it was like kind of like lukewarm. It was disgusting. Do better, Krispy Kreme. Do better. Hey, have you listened to our ASMR of the month yet? Have you joined the contest on our Instagram page? If you haven't, make sure you head over to at my dad's a chef pod, check out the ASMR of the month post for the month you're listening at, and see what you can win. Man, this guy Bill is so damn good at talking. I could hear him talk all day. I could listen to him talk all day. Can't can't get enough of that guy, Bill. But yes, we are in our second week of the ASMR of the month for March 2022. Last week, our hint for the ASMR was wear eye protection when you're cutting it. And if that isn't obvious enough, I don't know what is. I said this last week on the pod, literally just trying to make it as easy as possible because we only had one person guess in February. And I personally thought that one was really easy too. So... Come on, people. This week, the hint for the ASMR of the month is that when you are cooking this, it is very aromatic. It means it stinks. Not necessarily. It means it has an aroma. Yeah. I don't think this thing stinks. I love the smell of this thing. You don't think this thing stinks? (laughs) No, I love the aroma of this one. The stink does not stink. The stink stinks. No, it don't stink. <laughs> this thing shit don't stink. Uh, the stink stinks. The stink don't stink. The stink don't stink. Girl, you like to think your shit don't stink. Lean a little bit closer. See the ASMR smells like ooh, ooh, ooh. Nah, it doesn't actually. It smells yeah. really good. It smells really good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Our food fact of the week this week is brought to you by BonAppetit.com. Do you ever wonder weird ways to say enjoy your meal? We'll just say Bon Appetit. And you want to know where you can find good meals to enjoy? Head to BonAppetit.com. This week, since we were talking about the North End, kind of like an Italian-based area in Boston, especially for cuisine, spaghetto is the singular word for spaghetti from bonappetit.com. So as it turns out, the word for an individual piece of spaghetti is spaghetto. Now, a quick crash course on like the Italian language per bonappetit.com, an I on the end of a word indicates that it's plural. Why an O or an A indicates that it's singular, right? So like instead of like, you know, one cactus, there's cacti, right? So Ganoco is singular for Ganucci, 
or note go is singular word for Naki for our, you know, layman's people out there, fucking nerds. Fettuccino is a singular word for fettuccine and raviolo is a singular word for ravioli. So technically when I was at table, I had a raviolo and not ravioli. So I guess we've been saying raviolis wrong the entire, my entire life. So I apologize. So if spaghetti is the plural or spaghetto is the singular, then what the heck is a spaghetti-o? That's what Bon Appetit brings up. And I think I have to ask this question then. So the, the food fact is that spaghetto is a singular word for spaghetti. So what is a spaghetti-o? Because that was my big takeaway after reading the article. So. It's an O made of spaghetti. Multiple spaghettos. But it's a spaghetti. Oh, it is an. But there's oh. multiple spaghettos of spaghetti So should so should it be called the spaghetto o's? Spaghetto o's. I I, th- I I think that's hard for kids to pronounce. Spaghetto o's. Spaghetto o's. That's I, that's to me that's what it should be. If if we're getting into layman's terms here. Shout out layman. 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 Oh. So yeah, I didn't know that though. I didn't know spaghetti was a singular word for spaghetti. I thought it was just noodle. It definitely isn't a noodle. It definitely isn't. I just thought that would be categorized as, so that's where it came to my head. I just assumed spaghetti was a single word for spaghetti, and the group of spaghetti was called spaghetti. That makes sense, because when you order a dish of ravioli, you get multiple raviolis, but raviolos, rather. Is it an O or an A? Because I'm assuming it depends on, like, the the gender, I believe, is what they call it, at least in like French languages. Well, like per enjoy your that. meal. Well, I'm sorry, per enjoy is raviolo. Like I had a raviolo at a, yeah, raviolo at the restaurant at table, not ravioli. They brought raviolis, but myself, I ate a raviolo. You know, yolo. Yolo. Ayo. Ayo. Boom, boom, boom. Let me say wayo. Wayo. Oh, say raviolo. Raviolo. Spaghetto. Oh. Hey. Raviolo. Yeah. Um. So that's our food fact of the week. Brought to you by bonappetit.com, a.k.a. enjoyyourmeal.com. You want to say enjoy your meal, but you don't want to say enjoy your meal? Well, head to bonappetit.com because that's the French way of saying enjoy your meal. Bonappetit.com. Today's pod is also brought to you by Buster's Buns, busting with flavor. A little wet. You really love that one. You really love this one today. I really love Buster's Buns. They only want to do bursting with flavor. Like, nah, hey, you got to admit, though, on the rap sheet, it still says bursting, and I said busting in the intro. I was very, very impressed. Very, very impressed. On the fly. On the fly. We, 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 we work with what we got here. And speaking of working with what we got, as we approach the end of this episode, it is time for the only reoccurring segment on this podcast. Stir in the pot. Stir in the pot. 
where we debate popular food topics because we can. This is actually a really good one that you brought today. I actually am thoroughly impressed with this one. You probably you only hear- thought of it because of the crumble cookie that you have. But. No, not even. Do you want to hear where this concept came from? All right, let's hear it. So I have to look up the restaurant one more time. It was featured on our story. Sea Loft, Boston Sail Loft in North End, right? I spent my weekend in the North End. Um, you walk in this restaurant and it's a little wooden, like, you know, right off the, right on the water type of restaurant, seafood place. And you walk in and you sit at the bar and you have to sit at this certain spot at the bar and there's a little jar of Oreos that you can just take. They just serve Oreos. Maybe like, you know what I mean? Like people will have like, some guys will have like pretzels, some will have like chips, some will have popcorn. This one had Oreos. Okay. And I thought of this as the stirring the pot because, you know, normally when I eat an Oreo, I take the Oreo, I separate it, and then I lick the icing off and then I eat the cookie, right? When I went to go lick the icing, it was hard. Being as Oreos left out all day, they're for everybody to enjoy, right? And I had to close the cookie and then eat the icing within the cookie. So my question is, what, how, like, how do you eat an Oreo? What's the best way to eat an Oreo? It depends, honestly. That's a mood thing for me. Like, it genuinely is a mood thing for me. If I want to just crush an Oreo real quick, I just want to get a mouthful of that chocolatey, creamy goodness. I just shove that shit in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I just do that straight up. But if I'm looking to enjoy the experience of eating an Oreo, I will separate, lick, eat. But in my preferred method, because there is pretty much two schools of thought here. This might make me a psycho. This might make me a psycho. I prefer to just eat it as is because I like the flavor of that cookie cream. I'm a big cookies and cream ice cream guy. So I really enjoy getting the whole flavor rather than just like licking the icing off of the cookie and then just like eating the remnants of the icing if I didn't get it all off that bit of cookie. Like I really like to enjoy it all in one palate coating bite rather than kind of just expose my palate to different portions of it throughout the eating process. See, I think it's, I'm the other way around. I take it apart, look it, and then close and eat the cookie because I think that's just part of the Oreo experience. It definitely is. I mean, that's why I said it's a mood thing because sometimes I will genuinely take the time to do that. But I also love housing Oreos. But again, it kind of just makes me think about the whole experience of eating an Oreo. Like, even if you're eating double stuffed, I feel like that's a lot of Oreo cream. But at the same time... It's awesome. Like, I love just having, like, that mouthful. Honestly, I'm feeling a little argumentative right now. I'm, I'm ready to get into it. Why would you not want to have that whole experience? Like, what, what is the appeal to you flavor-wise of having each individual component broken up separately? Well, like, again, I, 
I really like that crunch. Like when I'm biting and I can feel my teeth breaking through both layers and then coming together, really mashing it all together, the cream, the cookie, everything. I just think that's really good. Well, again, it goes back to me saying it's the whole Oreo experience that you just slide it open, lick it, and close it, and eat it. Like, like you kind of get all the flavors within one. I mean, like, let's be real. Like, there's no difference of time where the cream is like all gone out of your palate. I would say that there is. The I would definitely say that there is. Should be eating double stuff. Even there's triple stuff now, dude. I mean, I have never had a triple stuffed Oreo. You ever had a triple stuffed Oreo? I didn't even know they existed. It, it, it's 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 a lot. It's bad. American. America. Not not proving my case any better. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a whole experience of eating. I know I'm the minority here. Like I know I'm I'm the person that's in the minority, but it just but doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of people sense. that do it like you do too. I wouldn't say you're a minority. I would say it's like 50-50. I don't think it's 50-50. I feel like a lot more people, because mainstream media, because people like you want people to think that it's normal. It's part of the Oreo eating experience to eat your Oreo like that, when in reality, it is perfectly fine however you eat your Oreo. You eat your Oreo the way you want to. Like when I'm eating an Oreo thin, because those are normally the ones that I get the most often, those you cannot lick. There's no frosting to lick on those. You got to eat those. Yeah. You got to eat those like in right in your mouth or you eat them no other way. Yeah. And I think that too, where you kind of get to a situation like I did yesterday where I tried to lick it and like the cream was like wicked rough and you couldn't get the whole thing, then that's when I close it and go, okay, I just want to eat the Oreo. I just want to eat the cookie at this point. I hate it when it, when the frosting's too soft, personally, because then it just oh, gets, that. it gets like all over the cookie. You know, like you, you can't even get the clean lick off at that point. You can get a clean lick. Eh. Maybe your tongue isn't that big. I really don't actually have a big tongue. Fun fact. I got a big tongue. Uh, 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 yeah, I yeah, uh, big tongue. That, 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 that. Can you make a clover with your tongue? I used to be able to. But I don't think I can anymore. I can do a hot dog. I would imagine most people can do a hot dog. <laughs> be surprised. There's a whole muscle in your tongue. Some people just don't have that. You know, they're not built like that yet. Yeah, yet, I got though. muscles. We'll get to that point. But not I got muscles everywhere. I got muscles on my muscles. You got muscles on your muscles. Mm-hmm. Billy is Larry the Lobster. Amen. All right. Well, whether it's Oreos, whether it is uh, sorbet or crumble cookies, whatever dessert we've talked about throughout this whole episode, uh, we want to make sure that our people who are listening to this great podcast that we appreciate so much eat. So, Kyle, let's keep... So, Kyle, let's give the people their dessert. <laughs> keep that in. <laughs> um all right everybody again we thank y'all for listening this week um please like rate share the pie with you if you feel inclined we're hungry we know you're hungry y'all gotta eat so let's eat thank you guys for listening and as a disclaimer our dads our chefs we know what we're talking about thank you guys <laughs>